Good evening and blessings and welcome to another installment of the Gist of Freedom Estate. This show is produced by acclaimed historian, educator, and author Leslie Gist and serves as our weekly live online discussion to celebrate the African-American experience by honoring all the people, past and present, black and white, who with faith and focus are preserving our rich history through literature, the arts, the skilled trades, and the humanities. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we'd love you to be a part of tonight's discussion by calling in with your comments or questions to 347-324-5552. Hello, good evening. This is Shelley Gaines, your host for this edition of The Gist of Freedom, July 1st, 2012. And our guests tonight are Muta Ali and N.J. Frank. Muta Ali is the grandson of Ruby Dee, the actress, activist, and author, and the late Ozzie Davis, also an actor, activist, and author. He is currently working on a documentary on the life of his famous grandparents called Love, Life, and Activism. And N.J. Frank is the producer of this project. Welcome, Muta and N.J. Hi, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Oh, wonderful. So I want to find out, what made you want to do this project? Oh, is NJ on the line? I want to make sure. Oh, I guess not. Well, okay. essentially, um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we have been in the early stages of production on this piece for nearly two years. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think it was about 2010 when NJ and I first started discussions with my grandmother and, and my family about how they like to approach um, the story, um, letting my grandmother know how much uh, her and grandpa's story would be loved by so many other people, and uh, actually getting her ready. She, she hadn't been ready to, to dive back into the story of their lives uh, for some time, and you know, um, it takes time to even prepare yourself mentally for that, and um, that—that's partially what sparked it. And another thing that sparked it on, on my end is being a filmmaker. I've been a documentary filmmaker for about ten years. Um, I, I knew that a documentary hadn't been made about my grandparents, and it needed to be made. And also, just on the personal side, I came to a space in life where. I uh, even further uh, and, and on a different level appreciated uh, what my grandparents did as a couple, uh, as artists, and as activists, as, as we intend to tell in, in the documentary. They are a pretty incredible couple. I mean, it's just a testament of black love and family and what you can aspire to do, like, in a lifetime. And my question also is, um, now, is your grandmother going to be uh, narrating this documentary? or? Uh, no, 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 and and okay. I, I won't be narrating the documentary um, either. But um, we do have, my grandfather's voice uh, will serve as part of the narration, I mean, as he has passed. And uh, we have some great material that will allow uh, his voice to tell uh, a large majority of his story. Um, Graham Ruby, we've interviewed her, I think, over five times. And, of course, her interview will be used to propel the story. But we won't. Um, she won't be narrating the, the entire piece, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how long are you all estimating the documentary to be? Well, I mean, feature-length... Um, we we always like to shoot for ninety minutes, but I think it'll okay. be around two hours. It's it's awfully difficult to 
to squeeze even one person's life into 90 minutes, but you have mm-hmm. two giants here and you're squeezing both of their lives into into 90 minutes it seems almost impossible but uh we're, we're going to shoot for it and and um i think it'll end up around two hours though okay well they they, they have a lot to talk about and there's a lot to show so um i'm sure it's going to keep everyone captivated i also like to know as far as um with you in funding, I think you have something you'd like to tell us. A, a congratulations is due oh, yeah. on the funding uh, of the Congratulations to, to everybody. Uh, we just finished a 40-day Kickstarter campaign. Um, Kickstarter is an online crowdsource funding uh, platform, and over the last, it ended at 12:09 yesterday. <laughs> 12:09 on, on uh, June 30th, 12:09 a.m. And uh, we were successful over 300, and I think. Wow, 390 people uh, in, in the U.S. and uh, even overseas contributed funds from a dollar that they had to $10,000 that they had um, so that they could make sure that this project gets off the ground and gets created. And uh, it's a really great feeling. Everyone at Kickstarter says we should be very proud. We are very proud. And everyone who contributed, I mean, that one step of contributing means so much. You know, it means so much. So, yeah, we, we're very proud of that. Thank you. Uh, that's so great to hear. Now, can people still contribute to the project um, as it's ongoing now that, you know, you do you do have your, you know, your initial funding, but if someone would like to donate or something, can they still do that? Or Absolutely, and we've, we're getting calls and, and Facebook messages about people who missed out on, on the Kickstarter opportunity and who would like to contribute going forward. And if they go to uh, rubystory.com, oh, there you are. Mm-hmm. Is this Frank? NJ Frank? This is NJ Frank. Hi, NJ. Welcome. Okay. Thank you. But I believe we'll probably be saying if you go over to rubydstory.com, you mm-hmm. can reach out to us if you wanted to go ahead and make an additional contribution, and we will make links available for any any support that you wanted to give to the show. Okay. Now, I think I read somewhere if um because I believe I went to that website where even if you donate like twenty five dollars, you'll get your own DVD. Is am I correct on that? That 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 is correct. That's how it was <laughs> on Kickstarter. That was one of the Kickstarter prizes. Okay, okay, okay. So I mean, twenty five dollars isn't a whole lot of money, and then you get your own private DVD of this wonderful documentary. So um, I suggest everyone to go on that website and let's you know continue the funding going. Again, give that website again, Luta. Oh, it's rubydstory.com. Okay, great. And those, there, there are people who aren't really on the Internet and people who have not yet become accustomed to buying things on the Internet or they're not familiar yet with kickstarter.com, and so they want to um, contribute funds um, by sending in checks and everything, and, and uh, we, we can accommodate any and all methods. <laughs> That's wonderful. Okay, because we definitely need to have this project completed rapidly and um, so we can see this wonderful story. Now, do you all have a target time frame of when you want this documentary completed? Yes, yes, we do. The first milestone in our timeline, though, is October 27th. That is my grandmother's 90th birthday, October 27th of this year. And um, it's confusing. I know online uh, it says that she will be turning 88, but she'll actually be turning 90 this year on, on October 27th. So we want to, at a screening in New York, um, celebrate her birthday 
but at that screening also show the first say 30 to 40 minutes of the of the piece so uh from now until october uh 29th is when the event will be we're going to have our, our heads buried in the ground working on the documentary in addition to doing you know fundraising activities and and speaking with people uh such as yourself and uh that is the first milestone uh but lastly we'd like to get the entire piece done by valentine's of 2013 okay valentine's of 2013 so now that we have a target date in mind let's talk about your grandparents ruby d and ozzy davis and you know give us some um, some tidbits on their life like you know when did they meet how long have they been married you know why people need to you know actually view this documentary Let's get into it, Muta. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll talk, and you you cut me off whenever I'm talking. To you. Okay. But I'm at I'm at Grand Ruby's house right now, so if you need me to go <laughs> pick something <laughs> off the shelf and read it to you, I'll do it too. But um, they met uh, on on during rehearsal for a play called Jeb, um, and that was that was a long time ago. I think Grand Ruby was in her late twenties, and Grandpa was in his early thirties. Uh, and they met there, and they started dating a little bit after that while they were on tour with, on another play, uh, Anna Lucasta. And for about two years, they dated, and finally Grandpa proposed to her, I believe it was via telegram. And um, they stayed married for 56-plus years through a lot of ups and downs uh, and through a lot of growth uh, within themselves and within their families and within, I mean, their people. I mean, their people in general, meaning, you know, black people and other people um, have grown so much over the span of their lives, too. So their love story is is definitely one that that I admire and even more so every day that, that I I live and and continue on in this life, you know. Mhm. Definitely. I mean, how long were they married? Been 56 years and um grandpa passed away in 2005, but um that was that was they were closer to 56. They were just over 56 years of marriage. They didn't it was closer to 56 than 57. Is that amazing? I just find yeah. that <laughs> I find that so amazing. And not only that they're they're artists, they're you know, that they're black Hollywood. Um, let's get into some of the most, you know, famous uh, uh movies that both of them starred in, you know, so people can ring a bell and say, Oh, I remember that. Oh yeah, they were in that. Let's let's talk about that. Well, the ones that come to mind, uh, obviously the film version of A Raisin in the Sun, uh, Grandpa's film version of Pearly Victorious, which was Gone Are the Days. Uh, he also was in uh, Scalp Hunters and um, in Grand Ruby and uh, Mr. Belafonte and Mr. Portier. Uh, what's the name of that movie they were all in together? Fucking the Preacher. Fucking the Preacher. Oh, I love that movie. And then Grand Ruby, um, wow, uh, the Spike Lee films are the ones that the, the younger uh, generation uh, would know about, um, Jungle Fever and mm-hmm. right thing, and they all they all kind of they carry. I wish you could see this. They have an extended uh, uh, extended reel that shows a lot of the the films they've been in and, and highlights 
all, all of their interesting productions, but the roles that they play is what I'm getting at. They always seem to play these interesting roles that that are a positive look for, for, for black people, and I've always admired that, you know. Well, I, definitely. Um, who can forget Raisin in the Sun? That was, you know, one of those iconic movies. And um, I believe your grandmother was an American gangster and got nominated for Best Supporting okay. Actor. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> So people will remember her in that also. Um, A lot of when we're filming with her, a lot of um, young people remember that they'll come up to her. Oh, and NJ, what's that uh, that show that the young people uh, they recognize her voice from now? Oh, A Little Bill. She is the grandmother on Little Bill. She voices the grandmother of Alice the Great. So even younger people, people younger kids, four years old, five years old, they remember her voice as Alice the Great on Little Bill. Wow, I mean, is that that's amazing? That yeah. you know. Um, now, how many children are there that this union has? Okay, three. They had three children. My mm-hmm. mother is the youngest, and I have my uncle Guy. He's the middle, and then my aunt Nora. Okay. Okay. Now, and your mother? What your mother is? Uh, she was born Laverne. She is mm-hmm. Hasna now. H A S N A. Okay. Doctor Hasna Muhammad. Okay. Okay. And I'm just I'm just curious. Um, uh, uh, Muta Ali. That's yes. a far cry from Davis. Where, They're very where? similar. In my oh, is it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. Is someone Muslim or? Uh, well, he, well, yeah, that's that's a whole difference. My parents, when they were dating, uh, I believe back in high school, they converted to Islam, and then uh, when they got married, they they changed their names. So, uh, my immediate family, we all have Muslim names. Okay, all right then. And it's funny that you bring in that that your parents are Muslim because I did read that. Um, your your grandparents were personal friends of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, correct? Correct, correct, yes. And um, we definitely get into that. We already um, had the opportunity to interview Ambassador Atala Shabazz, uh, Malcolm X's daughter, and she shared some great stories uh, from, from her as a child, witnessing um, her father interacting with my grandfather and, and all sorts of, of uh, interesting things. Oh, wow, that's wonderful. And um, I do believe, did he read the eulogy at Malcolm X's funeral? Right, he eulogized um, Mm -hmm. Malcolm X. And and to put put it a little bit, give it some more context, at that time, um, it it wasn't an easy thing to do. Uh, They they had to search for a church to even hold, uh, or, or a location to even hold his funeral service because people were so fearful of, uh, being attacked or being associated too closely with uh, Malcolm X, and uh, there was it was brave of my grandfather to do that, and uh, as, as opposed to now where we we sort of you know we glorify Malcolm X mm-hmm. for the great man that he was uh, mm-hmm. back then, uh, all of our community wasn't so um, much on one accord. So. He took a risk stepping out and doing that, um, and he was inspired by a lot of others who who um, he admired, like Paul Robeson and, and other people who he supported as a young man growing up. But yes, he definitely did eulogize Malcolm X, and the most popular, uh, I guess, uh, visit to that uh, moment is at the end of Spike Lee's version of Malcolm X. You hear Grandpa's voice at the end. Oh wow! Amazing. Yeah. 
amazing. And what about his involvement with Martin Luther King, or or both your your grandparents' involvement with Martin Luther King? Did, were they on the marches? Did they were they involved in some of those marches down south and things of that nature? Yes, I don't have any other specific dates or details for which marches, but mm-hmm. definitely um, there was a, a connection that goes deeper um, than, say, just the superficial photos you might see of them together. Mm-hmm. And um, as you might have read in their autobiography, they discuss meeting uh, Dr. King uh, for the first time when he was brand new to the scene and, and, and was gathering his uh, supporters. They met him in Mount Vernon, and, and they get into a great deal about it in the story. But on the personal side, I, I will talk further about him with uh, Graham Ruby as as we continue to interview her. We did interview Graham Ruby one time down on Auburn Avenue in Atlanta, and she talked mm-hmm. uh, about Dr. King. And I will go further about uh, that's not uh, public. I think a snippet of that is in the the, the, the video you see on Kickstarter. But um, uh-huh. we're going to talk further with, with her about that. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. And then I think too that your didn't your grandfather um write um a play about Paul Robeson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're pushing the limits on my knowledge base. About everything. Well, how I can't know more than you. So, so that's the that's the third. Let me let me tell you this. I gave you two reasons why we're doing this documentary. <laughs> so the third one is a lot of times people don't talk as much as they should to their grandparents about their careers. Like, I talk with my grandfather about life in general from being a kid, you know, and, you know, school and what college I should go to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But tell me about the story you wrote back in 1962. <laughs> and, you know, like, it, that never really came up. And, yeah. as, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, but also other things didn't come up, too. And mm-hmm. the value in taking some time out of your life to explicitly sit down with your loved ones and interview them, if it's right. for a documentary like this or just for mm-hmm. your personal uh, well-being, mm-hmm. is, is is tremendous. It's so valuable. And I hope that that's one of the things that people take away from this once they see the final piece. Because as I explained in the Kickstarter video, there are a lot of things that I, I, I wish I had talked with my grandfather about, you know, once I mm-hmm. started to dig further into um, the details of his life and looked at him as much more than a grandfather. So with my grandmother now, mm-hmm. I love her dearly. And as I start this project, a different connection has grown wherein I have become more than just a loving grandson. Mm-hmm. I, I am a fan of my grandmother. And and no, not too many people can say, oh, I'm, I love my grandma, but I'm also a fan, you know. So that's a, gr- a growth in our relationship. And that growth only came through me actually sitting with her, to, like, pause, we're going to sit here for an hour, and I'm going to investigate your life. You're going to sit here and tell me <laughs> all everything I need to know about mm-hmm. you, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I think if any of us, and some people do, um, uh could take the time to do that, they they would learn a great deal. But not to dodge your question, I do not know exactly which um, story you're speaking of with, regarding Paul Robeson, but Paul Robeson is beloved by, by my grandfather, and um, 
he he always spoke highly of him and my aunt told us on camera the story of when he came to this house here and uh, that's on film but there's more digging to to be to be made you know that's fine. That's wonderful. That's something. That's a tidbit that we have to look forward in the documentary. That's that's okay. great. And I, speaking of, you know, your relationship with your grandparents, how many grandkids are there? Seven. Seven. Okay. Okay. That's that's. And what was it like having them, or being their grandson? What was what was that like for you? Well, it was, it was great on, on a lot of levels. I feel honored for 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 that to be the case um as a child i guess from that young perspective i just knew that when i went out with grandpa and we'd be walking places everybody seemed to like talking with him you know and Mm -hmm. i would just take note of how he treated everybody kindly and uh he was funny and uh shook everybody's hand and and spoke well and everybody uh seemed to like him and and then somehow we would be going to these events where there would be cameras and all mm-hmm. of a sudden somehow we get to watch these movies before everybody else does and oh there's grandpa on the screen it's like <laughs> it's just kind of that's life you know it's like mm-hmm. that's pretty cool and um uh, when it came to the lessons as a child it was you know basic lessons about get good grades nothing comes easy work hard learn about your people be be helpful and um the love in the family is something that I absorbed too. The affection and the care and the nurturing nature of um, people in my immediate family and, and my grandparents and in their lives—it um, was kind of—it's woven into my character. Not to say that I'm, I'm excellent at it, <laughs> but I'm, mm-hmm. I grew up around it. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And so, growing up, your grandson of Ossie Davis and Ruby D, you somewhat have ingrained in you a desire to help others an appreciation for the power of education, the power of speaking uh, properly, I'd say, the um, and the power of commitment and the power of art. So that happened without me knowing. And once I left the nest, the appreciation for who my grandparents are and were grew because I was in the elements among uh, people who didn't necessarily share uh, my perspective on things, and mm-hmm. and I was in in, a, in an environment where I didn't, I had to try to do an ounce of what they did, even when it comes to love, and it was so hard, you know. So I had a greater appreciation for what they did. I mean, 56 years of marriage, I haven't been married for one minute. You know, and and uh-huh. you get out of the nest and you look back uh, uh, at where you came from, where you came, and it's like, wow, okay, okay, I I I have a long way to go when it comes to achieving something like that. Yeah. And then when you get to the age and when you're ready to to try to attempt something like that, you uh you know you need to speak with your grandparents, like how. In, in the world, did you accomplish this? How did you accomplish this, and accomplish so much in your personal, your careers, and your aspirations, and and amid such adversity, uh, racial and uh, you know sexism and, and and all sorts of things. So, I guess that in part is what it was like 
to grow up being a grandson of Ossie Davis and Ruby D? Well, it sounds like it's an honor. I mean, the love that you're talking about is is wonderful and just goes to show you that, you know, when you come from a good environment, it just helps you to soar to higher heights, right? Yeah, it, it does. And it's like we, I think we all, that, that I really want to reiterate, I think we all have that in our families. We have greatness in our families. And when we just sit and, and speak with our relatives, be they older or younger, about the particulars and, and just get into it, make, you know, like just get into it, we will learn and further value uh, the people who've been around us all our lives. That's wonderful. I'm just curious. Um, you know, your grandparents have been nominated for Emmys, Grammys, won some of the, uh, tons of awards, and they've won a lot of them. Are they displayed in the house? <laughs> is there like a is there like a, a award looking, room? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right here at this primetime Emmy. It's like right in my face as you ask me that. Uh-huh. Well, they 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 are. There's no award room, but they they have awards all over the um the shelves and the the, the window sills and everywhere because. You know, they've had careers that lasted six, seven I know. decades, you know. Yeah. So they have awards from all over uh, the country, from all sorts of different institutions and, and plaques and great things. There's no award room, just like <laughs> just, <laughs> just like uh, I, I, I'm, I see that they handle everything else in their lives. Everything is integrated into family and and work and like so the awards are some are in the kitchen some are in the living room some are in the dining room it's just it's just how it is wow okay and i'm just curious growing up did you ever um kind of watch them rehearsing for whatever you know um project they were working on whatever movie or or play or oh yeah i would watch them rehearse when they were at home i remember they would like to work in the dining room a lot I would watch Grandpa uh, pecking away at his laptop, and um, I would, whenever I could, go on set with Grandpa to to see how it was and just, you know, watch him do his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grand Ruby, you know, I like to I like to watch her rehearse. It's it's, it's like it's magical sometimes, you know. That's that. Now, did you ever go on set and become starstruck because you met because <laughs> you met somebody? That, that I don't you... know that I've been starstruck. I, I no. probably have at some point, but um, I don't think so. It'd probably be from somebody. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it, I do definitely appreciate um, how how great it is to even be able to meet some of the people that I've I've been introduced to. You know. Mhm. That's wonderful. Wow. Now, it's like I, I like to so. I, I don't know. It takes so much to get where you like to go in life. It takes you know a tremendous amount of energy. So even um, a couple months ago, I was having dinner with my grandmother and Sonia Sanchez, and just listening to them speak mm-hmm. about everyday life. You want to soak mm-hmm. it up because you know this person here has accomplished so much, and I want to learn everything I can. So. It's definitely a wonderful opportunity to 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 meet people in in their professional and personal circles of of such a caliber, and um, I well, appreciate that. I haven't well, been starstruck yet. I don't think so. Well, well, that's a good thing because you know you're around it from day one, so. <laughs> 
So I, you know, I just had to ask. Um, but you, speaking of like your grandmother speaking with Sonia Sanchez, um, I read in the at the funeral, uh, cl- uh, President Clinton was there. Your grandfather's funeral. Right. Right. I mean, just. I mean, people had such love for your grandfather. I think Maya Angelou, I read, was there. Is that, am I correct? I know that President Clinton was. I have not seen the. I've seen most of the photos, and I don't know if I've seen um, Ms. Angelou. I, and when I was there, I was somewhat distracted. <laughs> but but I, I wouldn't have been surprised if she was there. There were a tremendous amount of people there, and they filled a, a huge church on Riverside, like, a, a, a large number of people came out to to say uh, their last goodbyes to Grandpa. Yes, yes, and um, with all the memories and and the uh, the accolades, pictures, awards, um, do your does your grandmother you know um, loan any of this stuff out to like maybe the Schomburg or some of the other institutions out there, or you just kind of yeah. keep them within the family? No, um, they have, uh, I try my best not to get too deep into the transactions and such, but I do believe there is uh, family material at the Schomburg Mm -hmm. and at some historically black colleges and universities. Mm -hmm. And um, there are, uh, the archive uh, that exists now is very rich and uh, there's a there's a process in the works of I guess uh, sifting through everything and organizing it and um, analyzing and categorizing everything. Mm-hmm. So I think once that done, there may there may there may be a move to uh, donate it somewhere, but I, I'm not exactly sure. Okay, and Muta, um, I just have to ask you, mm-hmm. what did your grandmother say about um, how they made their love last over all these years. I know the children were, you know, probably a core there, but you know, Hollywood couples don't usually last that long. Yeah. And, uh, did she ever share any jewels with you about um she has um Uh-huh. I'm, I'm Is there sp- anything you could share with us about cuz you know, there's a lot of divorce out there and if you can if Man, you, you know, enlighten us you, like, with some of I, her words of wisdom, that would be very helpful. You gotta watch the documentary to get the word. <laughs> but yeah, there, she definitely has shared some with me. I have more questions though because I I'm approaching this like I need I don't want to go through the pain of of a divorce. I've gone through the pains of other things in relationships, and I want to avoid that entirely. And um, or or maybe not. I don't even know if I should get married ever. You know, like I genuinely want to dig in and and have her on record answer a lot of these questions about the validity of marriage, how to stay together for so long and and some other things too. You know, it it's 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 definitely tough, but there was a commitment that they made to each other. And I think at the core of everything, when you make a commitment to something, you don't break it. And fundamentally, I think that allowed them to go through whatever, you know, be it distance or emotional distance or or anything, and sustain uh, their relationship. They also 
valued so much and respected the structure of um, the family, and um, that made it so that they, their careers didn't uh, derail uh, their relationship with their children. They had to sacrifice, uh, say, opportunities for television series. I think it was in California or, or somewhere far from, from here in Westchester, and they declined the offer because they knew they'd be away from their children for months. And I think it's the way they set their priorities in life that allowed them to stay together. Um, but but I do need to dig deeper with her with her about it. And 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 I mean it's no secret Grand Ruby was married before grandpa and she made a decision that that was not where she needed to be. Ultimately, it was the right decision that led to to this, and I wouldn't have been around if she didn't make the decision. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Maybe there is a point where you should no longer be with your spouse, you know. So those questions I'd, I'd like to ask her. So there's a message that, you know, maybe the love the second time around could last a lifetime. That's that's pretty powerful right there. Yeah, maybe. You know? And I'm just, so... And it's just funny because you're, you see, grew up with all this love and commitment and, you know, light. And it's it, you just, I would think you'd be married already, Muta. No, don't put me out there. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, you know what, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love uh, relationships. I love romance. I love deep connections. And it just has not led to marriage yet. I would love to get married. I'd love to to have a family. I'd love to be a grandfather, you know, one day. But I'm just not there yet. And I've been told that it'll just happen. So hey, okay. when it happens, it happens. Okay. So what age range are you? Right now? Yes. Oh, I'm 32, but my birthday's in 14 days. I'll be oh, 33 well. on the 15th. Okay. All right. Yeah, you still have time. You still have time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, and I'm just curious too because I think you said that your grandfather proposed to your grandmother via telegram. You said that telegram or graph, one of those old school ways of. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Did she keep it, or is it just? You know, I, don't, I don't even did, know what that it's is. It's 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 around, so I will I will ask. It's around somewhere. Okay, all right then. You might want to show that somewhere in the documentary. <laughs> Yeah, we got the marriage certificate and all of that. They didn't okay. take any. They didn't take any wedding photos. I'm very disappointed about that. Really? Yeah. Wow. But you know they. You know, my grandparents, and I'm putting a lot of my opinion in this interview. Okay, so they, you can't like. This is all my opinion. They did. Okay. They did well, not well, like well, put a lot of. Just to interrupt you real quickly. You yeah. can always put Graham Ruby at the end of this call. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> to, to, to see what she felt about what you said about her. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm, I didn't I, need to interrupt My heart would be racing. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, like, a Grandpa wasn't, they're, they're, um, you know, putting light on themselves is not necessarily what they um, practice. Uh, even my Aunt Nora was the reason why they even did their autobiography, um, because they just, you know, wanted to spend their time doing what they like to do. So mm-hmm. she had to convince them to do it, and it was so well, well received that they did the uh, the audio version of it, and then they got the Grammy uh, for for that. So people want to hear and yeah. see their story. Yes. And um, uh, but but yeah, they didn't have any any wedding. Yeah. So them, you know, they're kind of like black. They're like 
black kind of royalty. We don't have too many people like your grandmother and grandfather in our community, you know. So they're really people that know them. They they're they're inspiration. And now with this documentary, people that don't know them are going to be even more inspired by it. So I, it's a great thing that you and uh, NJ Frank <laughs> um, are, are you know are doing this. It's 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 great. Um, so is there anything else you would like to add? Uh, I've been talking a lot. <laughs> no, you were great. You're great. Uh, you gave great talk and um, shared so so much wisdom that um, that you know we just really appreciate all your words. Um, and I'm just wondering, does your grandmother would she like to be put on the the show, or you know you're just kind of. Oh no, she's she's not here. Oh, she's not there. Okay, you're just at the house. Okay. Right. You know how much re- NJ and I have to come here. How many times a week do we come up here? About seven days a week. <laughs> yeah, we have so much. Yeah, so much research goes into this this piece. So, but yeah, she's not here right now at the moment. Though. Okay, uh, NJ, is there anything you'd like to say? I just want all the listeners to look out for Life's Essentials with Ruby D. And spread the word. Let people know that it's coming because I think that it's a much-needed documentary that, like you said, they're black royalty. People need to see it and get the lessons on love, art, and activism. And just, you know, see what an incredible couple and what incredible people Isaac Davis and Ruby D are. Wonderful. I want to thank um, you both for this time. I really appreciate it. And all the success um, on your documentary. Um, We'll definitely be looking forward to it um, at the Gist of Freedom here. And um, I'm just going to sign off. This is Shelly Gaines signing off um, with Muta Ali and NJ Frank. Thank you so much. You all have a enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. And um, take care. All right. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. All right. This is Shelly for the Gist of Freedom, encouraging you to share your glory. Good night. I won't.